Welcome to Swat and Flies Telling Lies Season 2 Episode, let's say, 60. <laughs> you don't know what episode it is? Uh, I could look it up. I think it is like blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it just feels funny for me to say I don't know. You're on Season 2? Yeah. Wow. I started almost a year ago. It'll be next month I started my podcast a year ago. Man, how old am I? That's ridiculous. So, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Dan, and I do podcasting. Yes. Uh, I'm from up north, and I worked with this guy here, who appears on your show all the time, uh, for quite a few years out in the Alaska Marine Highway. <laughs> right? Working on the water. I am Adam Hudson. I am the host of Horror After Hours. I also have uh, two businesses. That is... Bear Crossing Bed and Breakfast, and The Naughty Guy. So I do a lot of fancy nut work. And Horror After Hours, we talk about a lot of obscure horror movies and some other fun stuff like that. So, I was calling you Danny. Guess I should call you Dan, huh? He calls me Danny. And See, see oh, no, so when I, he says Danny, I automatically assume that that's what you want to be called. <laughs> I don't know where My bad, that. Dan. I <laughs> met you. you when Adam and Heidi lived in their rental, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. We're having dinner, cramped little space. <laughs> Sadly, yes, it is Danny. Yeah, it is not Danny. And yeah, when I met you, we were sitting cheek to cheek. We could have uh, <laughs> done Dutch rudders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got real friendly that night. Yeah, we did, yeah. man. <laughs> we, we became acquainted quickly. Got me all hot bothered. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I, I, I think, and then the next time I saw you. I came up here for WrestleMania. We watched WrestleMania. Yeah, that was a good night. Because you were in town for work, right? Or yeah, training? I'm always in town for work. Yeah. I, I don't come here for pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Pain is pleasure. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. And then uh, we, at that point, I had been discussing a podcast, and Adam was very hesitant, and he had told me, you... You you had one at the time, and so I asked you asked you a couple questions about it, and then um, we ended up watching WrestleMania and list little by little, kind of talking podcasts and whatnot. And then um, I think that's when you told me at that point your podcast was conspiracy theory. Yeah, we definitely that was the point. Yeah, when we first started, the point was to do conspiracy. So I guess. Do you want me to tell the story? I told him the story. I yeah, yeah. That, that, this is new. Kind of so, loose, so the story is, I met a guy at work, my previous work, who was a really cool guy, and we hit it off, and we found out that we both really liked talking about strange, weird stuff. Yeah. This kind of evolved into the idea of, hey, let's do a podcast, because we always love learning about strange new things. And so, after like a year of planning, it was a lot. It took a long time to plan my podcast just because life hits you and 
yeah. on and on. Yeah. Uh, but we had we had like 120 subjects we wanted to cover. We just kept adding to it. We had like a collaborative list on our phones. We would add to it all day long. We'd nice. just come up with, with interesting topics and add to it. I still have it for reference. Ooh. Um and we wanted to start a Patreon and on and on and on. Just build build a platform. And then one day, oh, we recorded one pa- episode. I have it hidden away on my hard drive. And maybe no one's ever going to hear it. <laughs> um, and we got ready to do the second episode. Uh, we did research. I read a whole bunch of new things. I wrote out a ton of notes. And we got ready to do it. And I never heard from him again. Just never. Never. I have had zero contact with that person. Do you see him on any social medias? No. Did you hear anything about him? Total silence. Granted, I'm not like involved with his family and I don't really know anybody he knows and on and on. Oh. But it's still super bizarre. He he had purchased a boom arm and a mic just like one we're talking into now. Okay. And uh, like a podcasting setup. Yeah. Um, and we had put our desks together at my office, which is really quiet, especially at 11 p.m., which I have access to. Nice. And it was a perfect podcasting environment. We had two laptops, the whole thing. We were ready to go, and he stopped talking to me. It's so weird. I had his mic and his boom at my office for like two months after that because I thought maybe he would get a hold of me or something. Nothing. He never contacted you ever again. Zero. Zero. It's so strange. And I told Adam at the time when, when I talked to him about it, I told him, now, I really, really hope I never run into him, and I hope he left the country, because that's going to be the most awkward conversation I've ever had in my life. So, what are the chances that some of the higher-ups caught wind of your guys' ideas mm. and silenced him? What was our first episode about? Yeah, what I was it about, man? Now. I know, I know that the second one was about... Oh, no, the first one was about fluoride in the water, I believe. It was about fluoride, I think. And the second one was going to be about thorium, which is interesting because thorium is is like this revolutionary element that they can get clean electricity out of. Okay. And it's very abundant. Yeah. Much more abundant than... um, Fossil fuel. No, than what they use the nuclear... What they get the nuclear fuel from, you know. The... Not plutonium, but... Iridium. Yeah, yeah. Iridium. So what if some 90s dentist has them... Hold up, feeding them, make, oh. use, use this fluoride and swish your mouth out. Well, he had a girlfriend from Bhutan. So it's, In Bhutan. Really? Right. So my best guess is that he's in Bhutan. It's either that or... What was the one my wife came... We had theories. My wife, oh, and, I started, yeah, my wife <laughs> and I started theorizing on what could have happened to him to make him do that. Yeah. I forget. Oh, she. her theory is that he... Um, this is, we're getting into my conspiracy knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Her theory is that he got Mandela affected and forgot me. Oh. He forgot about me. He doesn't know who I am. He didn't know we had a podcast. Yeah. Nothing. He j- I'm just a non-entity to him. You know, the first time I heard the Mandela effect was on the uh, in a uh, podcast about one of my favorite shows, Mr. Robot. Oh, sure. Mr. Robot's an interesting show. I, um, my favorite show, even though it's over. So... One of and so I, I did very, very minimal research, but like on the Mandela effect, people believe that Sinbad, the comedian, was in the Shaq Genie movie, Kazam. Right. So people are like, "Oh, hey, man, Sinbad was Kazam," and no, it was actually Shaquille O'Neal. But they yeah. said that was 
weaved in to some of the Mandela effect. Yeah, I yeah I've heard that one. There's a bunch of weird ones, and I have I have in my mind the the one. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so anyway, that was a bummer. Oh, okay. Because I was really excited about podcasting. Oh, yeah. Mutual interests. We, yeah, we had our mic. We had really good conversational dialogue, which yes. is really important when you got a two-person podcast. Um, yeah, we had mutual interests on and on and on. We had a good mic. Yeah. So I ended up, I was very bummed, and I ended up taking uh, his mic and boom to his father's business oh. and just dropping it with the receptionist. Did. That's it. I just left it there. That was the end of that mic. And nowadays, now, I really regret doing that. I should have kept that thing. He's willing oh. to just leave it with me. A $150 mic. And that should have been mine. You know what I mean? I'm too honorable, I guess. <laughs> yes, you are, man. <laughs> People like you do not grow on trees. Um, when Adam told me that, my first reaction was like, why the fuck didn't he keep it, man? I don't know, man. I just, I didn't want it. That know? was my reaction. It wasn't too. mine. But just so you know, that is awesome that you do that. Did yeah. That. I mean, I try to be honorable, but yeah. anyway, a thank you would have been nice. Yes, exactly. But, so anyway... <laughs> After that, down the road, I kept talking about podcasts because I yes. really liked it. And I was going to kind of, I was contemplating doing a solo podcast, which I don't know if I can do. I'm really good at conversation. I'm not so great at writing a script and talking into the thing. You know what I mean? That's just, weird to me. I've so done you, a few of those. You've yeah, done it. And I, I listened I've, to one of yours and it was okay. I've, I've done it too. And I found it more difficult because like you... It's easy to flow when you got uh, somebody with you. Yeah, right. Because then you could say something and it bounces off them. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's a lot more difficult than I originally thought. It is. So I was like, oh, I'll just record on my own. Then I get to it and I plug it in and I'm like, well, what now? (laughs) Yeah, you just look around and it's quiet. Yeah. The first one I did like that was uh, my episode of The Fog. Right. And that was really tough because. If you have a dead space, you're like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> well, you it, almost and, and, it also helps. It helps to, you guys record through your phones, which is, I know you can do it, but it's more difficult. Um, if you're recording through a computer, it's easier to eliminate dead air. Yes. If you have it, you can just go pop it out of there. And, yeah. So yeah. you can edit yourself into making you sound like <laughs> you have great flow. Well, <laughs> and and where this I, app, though, too, is you can add your own music. You can yeah. add... Right, yeah. that's, true, that's true. You can add sounds or something to fill that gap. Yeah. And where I differ from you two guys is I don't take notes. I don't... Yeah. I'm always just shooting from the hip yeah. for the most part. And I've definitely done episodes like that. So yeah. so to continue on, yeah. um, I kept talking about podcasts and my wife is like, well, I can do them with you. Because my wife and I, we talk and we have great conversations. Hell she's, yeah. She's, well, there you go. You know, she's great. We talk Eleanor about all kinds awesome. of random stuff all the time, and it's pretty rad. And uh, I think that it's fucking awesome, by the way. What? Just that your wife was like, I could do that with you. That I, <laughs> and then you're like, well, we got... That's a hell of a connection you yeah. got there, man. That's yeah, it's great. So yeah. we still didn't do one for a long time because I just didn't... I didn't have the funds for Mike. But when I finally got one, we just like went to town on it. And we started doing our podcast. Yeah. And we, start, we wanted to do the conspiracy thing, and we have done a number of those episodes... Um, but nowadays it's all just coronavirus in the news because we're busy and we haven't <laughs> we haven't really sat down to really ink out a good um, conspiracy type podcast. And a lot of our podcasts have to do with Christianity. You know, we talk about our religion and we talk about prophecy quite a bit. If you go into the back catalog, okay, because um, there's some really interesting things concerning prophecy going on in the world right now. You know, so the, it's always an, it's a topic that comes up a lot with us. 
He's talking biblically. Yeah, <laughs> it's biblical. Yeah. Um, and then just recently, I got the idea of doing another podcast that is just reviewing stories. That's that's the simplest way to put it. And you and you said it's not limited to just a book or a movie, it's right? Because like, you get, like you said, you get, like you. I think you said you get storylining games. Yeah, some video games have exceptional stories, and some of them are are subtle. Even yeah. even though they're really good stories, they're subtle. Yeah. I have a couple of games that I'm gonna do episodes for where the story is. It may not be. It's not in your face. It's mm. not like you start playing and this is a story game with a cinematic and a, an exposition. It's like that's all secondary, and you have to kind of like feel your way through the game by playing it. It's a combat game, you yeah. know. But the story's there, and it's so good. It's one yeah. of my favorite games ever. I won't mention what it is. It's a secret. What's the first game you remember with the storyline? Like a legit storyline? It's off the top of your head. Super Mario doesn't count. Oh. <laughs> fuck you, Danny. Well, <laughs> fuck you. This is my... Yeah. <laughs> Castlevania has a good story. Simon's yeah, Quest good. was... Simon's the, Quest was the first I one always, I ever Okay, so Nintendo Power, that's where I first saw Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Come over here. It was always sold out. Well, for Christmas, I got Castlevania II Simon's Quest. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, Ugh, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it took me years to realize, and I feel kind of dumb, but whatever, that The Legend of Zelda was pretty much an RPG game. Yeah, that was the first, I think, right? Yeah, it was one of the first RPGs. That is the only um, RPG I think, game I like. I think Dragon Slayer predates it. But that's an arcade game. Well, that's a stand-up arcade game. It's a stand-up arcade game, but it is RPG. No, I'm not... And correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that kind of cartoon animated, yeah. too? Yeah, it's yeah. Very, it's an animation. So, like... Yeah, it just looks like hand-drawn animation. And I like that. Yeah. It's a cool game. Uh, that I've one I'm not familiar to, with. I've always intended to play it, but I never have. They show it in the second season of uh, Stranger Things. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The kids are playing. Play, they're playing Dragon Quest. That's yeah, true. that's true. So um, yeah, the new podcast will not be limited. We've got three episodes out. Um, our first two episodes were about Altered Carbon, the TV show on um, Netflix. Definitely send me the links. Seasons after. one and two. And I'll then give you my number episode, after. Sure. Yeah. Um, our third episode is about um, uh, the 2013 Tomb Raider game. The story found okay. in there. Which was, and we kind of, at the end of the episode, we compared it to the 2018 film, the Tomb Raider movie, the most recent one. The game story is miles better. Yeah. It's so much better. And I can't I believe they just, like, the movie. it wasn't great. It wasn't. That both, was, it was okay to watch, but it wasn't a yeah. great film. Yeah. Uh, both my wife and I were like, man. Quick sidebar, what's great. your favorite video game movie, then? Not uh, that there's a lot oh, of great that's ones. a good question. Um... There's a lot of really bad ones. That's the problem. But, uh, me and Adam were discussing not that, but just like how we could enjoy the bad movies that we review. Yeah, so that's true. That's wh- true. What's the what's a bad one that you enjoy then? Well, I was going to say probably my favorite video game movie would be Resident Evil. I think they did a the first one? job on Resident Evil. Well, my favorite Resident Evil is the third one. Is that the one that came out in 03? I don't remember what year. I just I know it's in the desert. Yeah, oh yeah, it is in the, the whole desert. thing is in the desert. That's yeah, right. They go to Vegas and which, I just really like that one for some reason. Which one was it? Where like at the end she's in like that glass tub um, of water or something. That might have been that one actually. Okay, that that must have been the one I watched. And I liked all of those movies, but I think realistically, my favorite was the first one. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's funny is that. Um, 
Number four was garbage. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Um, Anything past number three, I, I didn't feel like. like. Well, I'm getting to that. Take that back. Rocky Four was like, badass. No, I'm talking about Resident Evil. Oh, okay. I feel like number five, whichever one it is that takes place in Japan in a big facility that has a bunch of like biomes inside it. Mm-hmm. That one is rad. Oh, okay. I like that one because Jeez. it kind of turns it on its head. Where she's like, she's like. She's in the mansion again, but it's just like a simulation to see what people do when the zombies come for them, mm-hmm. and the scientists are studying. I, I like see. that setting. That was I cool really one. enjoyed that one, but the three animated movies were actually better, I thought. I did I did enjoy the animated ones as well. The animated yeah. movies were badass. Oh, yeah, okay. They're, they're well done, for sure. Oh, uh, but back to what you were doing, I just wanted to get your yeah. video game movie. Yeah, I think Resident Evil takes the cake, um, but yes. our newest one... It, not well. Adam and I are going to do one, and I don't mind giving a preview on that. We're, yeah, we're going to do a uh, a review of Alien, which is great Ooh. because he does a, he does horror movies, and I don't, but I like <laughs> Alien because it's sci-fi, and that kind of ties into yeah. people needing to quarantine. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Right? <laughs> if we don't quarantine, we die. <laughs> <laughs> you got the face huggers. Which... That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yep. And then my wife and I are. I am. She's finished it, but I am about halfway through a book that I'm reading while I'm in town here, and we're gonna review that when I get home. I won't say what that is because that's two episodes away. Okay. So how about what kind of books do you like? Because Adam will read horror horror books. Well, we're not. We consume a lot of stories, and that's part of the reason we I came up with the idea. Well, the other reason was yeah. The problem is that our our primary podcast with the conspiracies and the conversations and whatnot. It's too broad. Yeah. So if you want an audience mm-hmm. with podcasting, you have to narrow your focus. And for us, it's like, hey, it's me and my wife, and we're Christians, and we watch the news, and we like conspiracies. Come mm-hmm. listen to us. But how do you even find that? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a slow burn. Ultimately, we'll get an audience, but it's not like we're popping up when people search for anything. It's too broad. Yeah. But with the other one, I get hits on Altered Carbon, my Altered Carbon episodes all the time because people type in Altered Carbon podcast, and there it is. You know Boom. what I mean? So that's the other reason I came up with a review podcast. But the second reason, the more important one, is that we love stories. <coughs> so okay. we read a lot of books. I read a ton of books. Um, I belong to actually started listening to this other podcast that reviews fantasy novels. Nice. And I got on their Discord, and now I'm like part of the community somehow. And oh, hell yeah. It's great. I'm always talking to them. So um, we're probably going to do some fantasy books and... This newest one we're doing is a kind of a mythology story okay. that we're doing. So there's a bunch of different ones. We're we're very diverse in what well, we that's good. in what we consume. I'm, I'm trying. I, it's either about you know based on a person's life when I read you know autobiography or someone like I read a book on River Phoenix that I thought was just amazing. Read it about five six years ago. The actor. The actor. Yeah, and it was told obviously there's a from conspiracy there too. <laughs> Well, okay. What, what is it? Because I, I I haven't heard it. Uh, he well, they say he was abused by like elite producers and whatnot. As a young boy, he was like straight up abused. He's part of the whole Corey Feldman and Corey Haim, and yeah, he's he's part of that problem in Hollywood. And a lot of people refuse to believe that there's child rapists in Hollywood, but they're there and they cause uh, problems. Corey Haim, um, I follow him. I'm still a fan of his. Um, follow him on Twitter and. Uh, when the Epstein thing came out a couple years ago now, mm-hmm. he was on there. He was on a couple new shows, and then he posted the links to it. So anyways, um, he's like, hey, you know, I wanted to tell my story. You're and- talking about Corey Feldman. 
Yeah. Corey Haim died. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I get them confused because yeah. I love them both. <laughs> and they they were in movies together. Yeah. Lost Boys. So I, I cried when Corey Haim died. <laughs> That's yeah. how big of a fan I was. Like, I don't even care. Yeah. Corey Feldman posted, like, this link. And so I clicked on it, and he was talking. And he said, hey, just so you guys know that, you know, this stuff does happen in Hollywood. I was a part of it. Corey Haim was a part of it. They called it the Soda Pop Club when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And that... And he's like, look into that. He's like, that was a very real thing, and this is where a lot of the molestation happened. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, Elijah Wood has been known to say things about it. Yeah. Um, but who else? There's a bunch of these kids. Well, Elijah Wood's not a kid, but when they were kids, you know, they had they had a lot of problems in Hollywood yeah. in that regard. And some big, big names have been named. Uh, I don't know if we want to dive into that rabbit hole. We can keep talking hey man, about it. Um, hey, it's it's, uh, it's open discussion. It's open discussion, man. Well, conspiracies kind of go in big circles. So, yes. um, I'll, you know who Isaac Cappy is? No. So Isaac Cappy, uh, his biggest role, he's, he's a small fish. His biggest role was kind of in the, um, I believe it was in the first Thor movie. He's like a little side character in the first Thor movie. Okay. Um, but he kind of started like talking more and more about these abuse scandals in Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, just like just before he died, this is a couple of years ago now, just before he died, he released this video to YouTube that was like, he was acting super nervous and he was saying some really crazy things that nobody understood. It was like in code. Like he didn't want to come out and say what he needed to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like shortly thereafter, he's dead. Because he fell off a bridge. Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> now shortly after that, Tom Hanks ended up taking a picture of like a sock or uh-huh. something. Almost on the exact spot where his body landed. Really? Yeah, and like, because Tom Hanks is creepy. He puts these like weird pictures up on Instagram uh-huh. of like baby shoe uh-huh. washed up on the shore. Or like, it's always kids' things. It's always children's things that are missing. He'll take a picture and put it on there with this like cryptic language. Like and so Isaac Cappy had named him as a child rapist Oof. in like one of his videos. Like Isaac Cappy was in it, you know? He was telling the world about these horrible people in Hollywood and Tom Hanks is like, he's like sending that message, you know, like, here's a sock under this bridge. And it happens to be the one that Isaac Cappy allegedly jumped from and mm. killed himself. But everybody who knew him say that he was not suicidal. Absolutely mm. not. And he was wanting to get the truth out there. Mm. So they think he was thrown from the bridge. So, that's, like, and it goes, theory, goes right? in big circles, you know what I mean? Steven Spielberg is allegedly one of the biggest, biggest crooks out there. His daughter has all kinds of weird things going on right now. Yeah, it's it's a big, big mess in Hollywood. So. And I'm not saying everything of all that is BS. The only thing I'll counter with is we've known some people that we didn't think was suicidal that have committed suicide. Yeah, that's true. And every, everyone and, and, knows people. And, but this stuff is intriguing to me, and I was particularly intrigued when Adam told me that you had started a podcast, and then you were like, oh, you know, and now learning more. It's just like, oh. I want to learn more, man. I want to have yeah. information that I haven't had before. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There's a bunch of wild stuff out there if you start digging. What's the wildest one besides that? Just in general? Just in general. Podcasts, uh, conspiracy in general? Yeah. 
Oh boy, that is a loaded question. Yeah. Um, How about the? Uh, let's go with the five G. The five G thing is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, there's actually, if anybody listening wants to look it up, if you go to Scientific American, if you type into Google Scientific American five G opinion, yeah, I believe somewhere along those lines, there's this huge opinion piece. It's an opinion piece with big yeah. air quotes. But this dude is legit. He's like a credentialed scientist, and he did a lot of research. And the title of it is like, Why You Shouldn't Trust 5G. And he has all these graphs and all these verified studies of, yeah. of like 5G causes... It's classified as carcinogenic. It's okay. really bad for you. Um, and so he's like... They're never going to tell you because they can make a lot of money off of it, but it's bad for you. It's really bad for you. So, um, and that's a problem because they're not saying so. They just want to make. They just want to take your money, and they're putting it in all of those big cities around the country. Um, the five G towers. The problem is that they don't go very far. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. The, the high speed internet you get off of them, it's mm-hmm. crazy. You can get a high definition movie in seconds, mm-hmm. literal seconds. Um, an entire movie, yeah, thirty gigabytes in a couple seconds. Yeah. It's outrageously fast, but it's on every single street corner because they don't go very far. So okay. they have to put more of them in, which means you're getting more bombarded. Yeah, okay. It's it's bad news, and so I'm not really sure where it originated, mm-hmm. but the coronavirus five G thing is it's weird, and I don't necessarily believe it because it's just too. Odd, mm-hmm. but it's true that in November, uh, Wuhan, China, was one of the uh, flagship cities for a 5G rollout. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly they get this cold mm-hmm. going around, but it seems to be a lot worse for them. Mm-hmm. Two other places in the world that has a 5G rollout that got coronavirus really bad was Iran. Mm-hmm. All their equipment came from China mm-hmm. and Italy. I believe all their equipment came from China as well. So you get the three biggest hotspots in the world mm-hmm. for coronavirus. Doing the most damage to people are the three places that had a 5G rollout like a little earlier than everyone else. So it's, there's some correlation there, yeah. but that doesn't mean it's causation. No, I mean, there's always, like, for the most part, I'm always like, yeah, I try not to believe in coincidences for everything, yeah. you know. But it's very intriguing to me because you got that, like you said right there, it doesn't make it true but it's also yeah. okay it's information we need to digest right yeah, sure because what's the other one is um guy eating a bat right that's what's going around yeah. facebook yeah and um dude ozzy did that, that years was, ago i was gonna say died. i think that was disproven <laughs> he's still alive <laughs> actually ozzy bit the head off of a, a pigeon or not a pigeon a dove oh i thought it was a bat no the it might have been later on but the first one his wife they were like um Oh, we're gonna. I think it was doves. If you want to check it out really quick, because there's an actual picture of Ozzy, uh-huh. and his wife was talking how these birds were flying around, and I want to say it was a dove, and I believe Ozzy was hungover, and then like one landed on him, and he grabbed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's horrible and amazing at the same time, just like Ozzy. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I don't know. Did you watch Behind the Music back in the day? I've seen a few. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Page one. Okay. Yeah. Definitely a bat. Uh-huh. And uh, I thought it was they released There's dove. also another one of him biting the head off a dove. Yeah, see, that was the first one. That was... Was it the first That's one? That's what made him famous. That that was his uh, 
his yeah. thing, yeah. his shtick from then on. He bit the heads off and poor animals. <laughs> and that's not even the weirdest thing, man. Like, in the behind the music for Motley Crue, Tommy Lee tells a story, and then they show it in the movie The Dirt. Uh-huh. They're like, yeah, we were having this gross-out contest with Ozzy Osbourne, and I think Nikki Six <laughs> took a piss and like he sipped it up. Oh, <laughs> and then uh, that's somehow not the worst thing. <laughs> there was a line of ants, and he grabbed his coke straw. Oh no! He and snorted ants. Snorted ants. <laughs> and that is still not somehow one of the grossest stories. Nikki Six and Tommy Lee, they both had a. Uh, gentlemen's bet to see how long they could go without a shower and still have sex with women oh Oh, man and i think it was like a month or two that they went did they plane shows everything were they like not allowed to get in the ocean or whatever because nothing it's not a terrible way to get the scent off you know the salt yeah bacteria yeah (laughs) so i think they said i think tommy lee said it ended up being like a month that's pretty that's pretty terrible and so you imagine these rock stars Playing their asses off for probably a three-hour show, right? They're sweating all that alcohol out. Exactly. In leather. And then you go and drink. With long hair. Exactly. So That is the cake. Yeah, yeah. That's the cake at the top. That's gross. But back to Ozzy. Yeah, I don't know if the uh, bat or the dove was first, but I know the dove was in the record signing when, I think, when he broke from Black Sabbath. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, they had, like, a party for him. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can release the doves. And like I said, it landed on him. He's like... <laughs> and then they took a picture of him. And he's doing this crazy Aussie smile. I don't know if you saw it on there or not. It's but like, it, but uh, not to deviate too far from, from the coronavirus thing. But, but, yeah, so there's that. And then there's the whole someone... I don't know if they didn't cook the bat far or good enough, long enough, or what well, the deal was. Well, the prevailing theory, and there's a lot of people who believe this. This isn't. This is. I don't. You can't prove it as true. Yeah. But there are an extraordinary amount of highly credentialed people who believe it was released from a virus by from a lab mm-hmm. by accident because the lab is right near the fish market. You know what I mean? No. Like a wet market. A wet market is what they're called, yeah, right? Yeah. Would have you ever eaten at one? No, I've never been to a wet market no, I would, in a foreign country. Yeah. Me we don't have them in the States. But. Yeah. See, and maybe that, yeah, see, so show him the picture. <laughs> isn't, oh, that the, is. isn't that the smile you'd expect oh, Ozzy yeah, to have? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's got a plaid coat on. <laughs> Classy. So it looks like that was the first one. Yeah. And then um, probably did the bat on stage, I would imagine. Yeah, he did. Right? Yeah. Um, and then also in Little Nicky. I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie too. <laughs> and then he spits it into the can. But um, so, would uh, is there anything other along those lines besides those two? Um, well, there seems to be some some evidence supporting the idea that uh, the virus came from the states. Here, yes. Okay. From a Fort Detrick. Does that ring a bell? Fort Detrick. Uh, somewhere on the east coast. I'm not okay. sure which state, but there was a a military base there that had a very bad track record of keeping their uh, clean rooms clean. Okay. Um, they had. Oh, oh that's pardon, fine. Pardon me. Um, all good. It's all yeah, good. Fort Detrick had had some problems. Okay. And they were involved with this Wuhan lab. Okay. And there and there's also. This one's verified, but I don't, if it has to do with anything as far as the virus being released, we don't know. But there were two Chinese nationals 
with the People's Republic of China that um, that were apprehended trying to leave the country with vials okay. from a lab. Uh, they were working at a university with this guy who was on the payroll from the Chinese government. And that's a real story. You can look that up. Boy, that's... So, so there's some really spooky things that are verifiable, but you can't directly yeah. connect them to the release of the flu. You know what I mean? That fucking sounds... I'm not like being a dick to you. I'm just telling you what my mind went to right away. was. That's like one of the opening scenes of um, Mission Impossible 2 with the Chimera. Yeah, yeah. You exactly. know, the guy's yeah. traveling. And yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. It sounds, it sounds yeah. like some guy wrote it in one of his novels. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. what happened. You know, these... These guys were. One guy was apprehended. A Chinese guy was apprehended um, at, at the airport, and he had a suitcase full of vials yeah. of like bioactive substances from this lab. It's, it's wild stuff, yeah. And there's some there's some connection to a lab in Canada as well that's directly connected to Wu, the Wuhan lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you follow the money, George Soros has money in that Wuhan lab. And Bill Gates has money in the lab. It's, it's I was just going to ask you, the, what do you think of... I don't... I can't say it's true or whether it's not, so I guess I'll just say it's a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. on Bill Gates poisoning um, people with... There is... There is a lawsuit... Okay. ...against Bill Gates, or at least there was. There might not be now. Yeah. It may have... Um, been settled or something. Okay. But there's a lawsuit against Bill Gates put out by the Indian government. Okay. The continent, the subcontinent of India. Yeah. Against Bill Gates, the man, and his foundation. Because they believe that something like 9 million of their people are paralyzed from him moving polio vaccines that aren't they're not allowed in the states because the the United States medical system has said these are bad news. So he moved them into India and it got them administered to millions of children, and they're all paralyzed because of it. Uh, things like that kind of uh, make you wonder about the guy. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's verifiable. Okay. So there's a lot of things that I say that are verifiable. Like yeah. You can look up the articles. The government is suing the guy mm-hmm. because they believe. That he paralyzed all their children. Um, And that's why, that's a big reason why I wanted to have you on you because you're a lot more knowledgeable in that stuff than me or Adam. It makes you, it puts into question the guy's moral character. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Is he out there just to make more billions off of damaging the world's children? What's Mm -hmm. his game? You know what I mean? He's already got billions. Uh Why is he doing this? Uh, My personal theory is that he's a Bond villain. Uh huh. A James Bond villain? Are we talking Christopher Walken? Bond? Are we talking? Um, no. Where would you put him at? More like uh, you know the guy who bled from his eye when he laughed too much or whatever. He got yeah. excited. He bled from his eye. Is that Tomorrow Never Dies? No, I think it's uh, the first Daniel Craig one, uh, Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Either way, he's worth billions, and he seems to ruin people's lives with, <laughs> okay. with his foundation. You know what I mean? That seems to be his game. Uh, what is the point in inoculating all the children in India with a faulty vaccine so they're paralyzed? Mm-hmm. What, did he seriously believe that was going to be okay? You yeah. know, did he think he was helping them? You know, with these vaccines that aren't even allowed in other countries. Yeah. If they're not allowed in other countries, they probably shouldn't be allowed at yeah. all. <laughs> but he like went ahead. He went over the law. You know, he found a loophole so he could sell this thing and make more money, even at the expense of damaging people's lives. Yeah. 
he must not have any morals. He must be a sociopath. Yeah. He must. You know, that's the only thing I can come up with. So as far as him, like, funding seven different labs, I believe it was. Yeah. Six or seven different labs. Right now, his money is going towards seven different labs to make a vaccine for the coronavirus. Uh-huh. There's no way I'm getting those needles near me. Yeah. No way. Not a single one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not going to be tested enough. Yeah. And even if they are, I wouldn't want them. Not a big fan of vaccines in general, <laughs> yeah. especially not ones that are rushed out the door for this brand new thing that we've barely studied. That is funded by a guy who's paralyzed a bunch of children. <laughs> you know, like come on. The um the things I've read, they said don't expect a vaccine until sometime next year for ever, for it to literally pass. Most All vaccines the, take at least three. Yeah, at so least. and some of them take like twelve. Yeah, you know, it's it's absurd. They're talking. The experts, and I say that with air quotes, yeah. are expecting the coronavirus to come back. blow up again yeah. this fall. It's not. It won't. The whole coronavirus is a narrative being pushed. That's the problem with it. How many people have died in Alaska? Ten? Well, with 500,000 people? Well, more? with that, I think we're... Where I'm going to come at you with that is our communities southeast is literally separated to where you either travel by boat or plane. And so you cut off each community from inter-travel, which didn't, well, they, they lifted that about a week ago, right? Yeah. But uh, obviously, uh, that's why you're here. Well, <laughs> I have papers. For my job, I'm an essential employee. I have papers. I can, oh, I can shit, just huh? shove it in their faces and go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and... um so that's where I stand on that is I, I think we're very fortunate to live in Alaska and even more fortunate to have our community separated, which I was never happy for before. Yeah. But with this, able to cut off the travel and kind of My wife it. said the same thing. You, know. you want to hear some anecdotal conspiracy theory? Anecdotal. This is <laughs> definitely theory that I heard secondhand and I, I don't know if I believe it. I talked to a guy last night. He's an old friend. Whose friend... He's mutual to me, but I don't know him as well. We're all from the island, mm-hmm. right? He claims that somebody flew into my hometown. I won't say it on the podcast. No, that's fine. I'm not a big fan of doxing myself on the podcast. So, uh, oh, I dry snitch on myself on mine. Right? One <laughs> <laughs> of your moms. Awesome. He claims that somebody flew into my hometown from Wuhan, China, in November. And tons of people in town got sick from this horrible respiratory sickness. (laughs) Nobody died, but a whole bunch of people there got sick. (laughs) And this was before the news was reporting on it. Nobody (laughs) knew about this thing. So he thinks that my hometown already got it and everybody's fine. Oh, shit, man. (laughs) Hey, man. I'm sure sure that there's people that think that... They came here to catch Ken up to Anchorage in between at Juno. <laughs> you There's know? a lot of people who think that it's already come through. Yeah. And that's why so many people are testing positive when they get tests. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's detecting antibodies and throwing a false positive. Mm-hmm. You don't have it. You're not sick with it. Mm-hmm. But you were in November or December because it already came through. So you're testing positive. I thought people you have are to freaking get- out. I thought to get an actual result, they have to do blood work so they could go back in your blood work and see if you had the coronavirus. Uh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. I hadn't looked into that. That, that. That's what I read anyways. Like, if you get a blood test done, they could see if you have had it, and then that's how they get some of the info. Like, okay, well, when did this happen? What were you experiencing? Yeah. You know? And it's. I'm not going to say I had it because I didn't get any blood work done at all. You get really sick in November or December? No, I got sick at the end of January. Well, that's close. That's sick. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But it was just... Um, 
I was sick for two weeks. Um, I went, I'm a part of a, a workout class that right now is no longer. <laughs> and um, I missed, missed work, which I rarely, I'm not like fucking sucking my own dick here saying this. I rarely <laughs> miss work. Um, I rarely use vacation time or sick time to the point where it's like, okay. You have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, took a couple days off work, went back, still wasn't feeling it. And then by the end of the week, I was like, okay, called up my buddy or texted my buddy, said, I'm going to go to class today, uh-huh. back at work, I think. And just running, not even a full distance court, but the sideways length where we would yeah. run sweet 16s in high school, you probably did for wrestling. Uh-huh. <laughs> the same thing. We were running that direction and coming back and doing push-ups or reverse crunches. On the first one, I ran down. I had to stop because I was so oh, winded. Oh, killed you. And then I ran, and then I just kind of power walked back, and I was working out to another buddy of mine that I made through there, and she was like, dude, are you okay? And I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. And then so I ended up taking the next week and a half off. And like I said, I'm not – I'm just telling you what I read online, which – Essentially, where you're, we're all going to get our information from. Where all mine comes from. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was just, I'm not going to say I had it, not going to say anything like that. From what I read, the doctor said you have to get blood work done and then they could read your blood and be like, oh, okay, hey, let's say Bruce did have it. And he did have it at that time in January when he was sick. That's how they would find out. Now, there's advantages and disadvantages um, to the tests. The advantage would be they test all 300 million in the United States, Mm -hmm. right? They can't, that won't happen. But say they did, the more people they test, the more the the death rate goes down. Mm -hmm. You only test five people who are in the hospital and then four of them die. Mm -hmm. That's a really, really high death rate. Mm -hmm. You test 500 people who are in the hospital, five of them die. That's a smaller death rate. Mm -hmm. You test 300 million people and 50,000 of them have died. That's an extraordinarily low death rate. Mm-hmm. It's minuscule. It's almost no one as far as like the numbers are concerned. In the grand scheme of it. Yeah, I would say yeah. how I would counter is um, I wouldn't say that's minuscule because that's a lot of deaths to me. You know, 300 million is a huge yeah. number. It's colossal. And I get that, but that that's the only thing that I don't like is like I got people on my Facebook like it's not even like dude it's not your family you wouldn't be talking like that if your family member died <laughs> that's true and, but and, when you compare it to other causes of death mm-hmm. cancer mm-hmm. car crash heart disease on yeah. and on and on people die all the time oh I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm just saying to to look at it and be like well it's not it's like dude that's a lot of death <laughs> it's, it's true and yeah. I know I see where you're coming yeah. from but to lock down the entire country and mm-hmm. cause everyone to stay home and completely decimate our population, our, our economy, mm-hmm. and potentially ruin our food supply, which is coming. Mm-hmm. We're, there's already evidence of you got meat aisles and they're full of these bottles of drinks because they, they're afraid of having empty shelves, mm-hmm. but there's no meat there because the meat plants are being shut down because of this thing. When you have evidence of it being a very low death rate and not worth that shutdown, why is there that shutdown? You know what I mean? That's the that's where the country's at right now, and that's not conspiracy. That's the debate. You know what I mean? And Yeah, smarter people than me are making that decision. Yeah, well, it's a fear response, and the common man doesn't want it Mm -hmm. to go one way. They Mm -hmm. want to go back to work and make money. 
Because anybody younger than 70 mm. has like a 98% chance of surviving if they get sick. You go home for two weeks, like you do sometimes with the flu, you come back to work. What about like the long-term work. damage, though? Um, I'm not sure the long-term damage is, but... Because I don't want that long-term. I wouldn't want his kids to have the long-term damage. Now, they're young, yeah. and they're supposed to be, quote-unquote, damn near invincible to yeah. it. Yeah. But... They're still going to suffer, like you said, the respiratory. Yeah. They're going to have some long-term damage that just saying you wouldn't want your kids to have a lifetime of whether it's a breathing machine or having to take a pill or just anything. That that. And what I've read and heard about all this, the long-term damage of the coronavirus is scarring of the lungs. Yeah. Uh, basically... Your lungs die. Yeah. It's like pneumonia. Pneumonia will scar your lungs and, yeah. and yeah. reduce very much, capacity. Very yeah, yeah. similar. Have any of you guys gotten pneumonia before? I've never had it. I have it. No, yeah. I've never had pneumonia. I, I haven't had I it either, man. On that wood. Yeah. Um, I've had it once. I do know that a ventilator, a ventilator will mess you up. It will jack you up, dude. They, <laughs> ventilators will really mess your lungs up, um, which is bad on two counts. One, you're messed up, mm. but the other one... The reason um, the ventilator thing is such a mess is because there's monetary incentive from the government right now for ventilators. Every hospital who ventilates a COVID patient gets $39,000 from the federal government. $39,000. Say you're in a little hospital in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. You've got some COVID patients and they have some trouble breathing. Mm -hmm. You're going to use a nebulizer, some Vicks rubs on the chest, you know. You're going to try everything you can, or you're going to stick that thing down their throat and get 39000 extra dollars from the government because you need the money Obviously for your, your starving hospital. Well, I know I got a close family member that's working the literal front lines of this, uh-huh. and she wouldn't make the decision to just like, okay, this is 39000 <laughs> Open the fuck up. No, she... Is she a physician, like a like an MD? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, because if you had said no, she's a nurse, uh, I'd be like, what if the doctor told her to? Because no. he wants $39,000 for the hospital. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no. if she's the top, then it's a different story. She was valedictorian of her yeah. college graduating class. Yeah. And good. then, like, she's above yeah. this type of shit. She, yeah. She's like how we were talking earlier, and you're like, oh, I'm an honor. Like, he's, like, legit cut That's from great. a different cloth, yeah. you yeah. know? And um, make us feel like little people. Yeah, so <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with that, I gotta believe. Maybe it's naive of me. I gotta believe there's more than one of her out there. Well, you if know? they declare a COVID patient, they get nineteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So there's an incentive there. Yeah. There's a money incentive. Mm-hmm. If you declare fifty people with COVID in your hospital, mm-hmm. what's well, fifty times nineteen? Your hospital just got a giant boost. Would when you? They were uh, would you be morally corrupt if your job offered you nineteen thousand dollars? Where would you draw the line? If well, if it was, and, and it was going to affect, let's say, someone's grandparent or someone's kid. If it was, if it was something that was causing the entire economy to be ruined, mm-hmm. I'd probably turn it down. Yeah, you know like, what I mean, like, because then I might lose my job because the economy's ruined. Uh-huh. Hospitals are closing. Mm-hmm. You heard that? There are hospitals down south that are they're furloughing all their employees and they're closing. Because they don't have enough patients. Mm-hmm. Why? Because of lockdown. Mm-hmm. They also don't have any COVID patients. Mm-hmm. The curve has been flattened. Mm-hmm. Our hospitals are empty. There's no one there. It was just down to the hospital today. Parking lot's empty. <laughs> well, it, to be all honest, it is catch can. And it's yeah. a Saturday. And it, <laughs> but that 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 itself, the Saturday doesn't matter. But where I'm going with is 
this is considered a small town, which I always, always like, fuck that, it's a city. Matlacatla's a small town. <laughs> we got a thousand people on oh, a I good day. Oh, I know, I grew up on the island, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, so you know exactly <laughs> what I mean. So that, that's where I'd go with that. And on yeah. top of that, too, um, I think we're standing at 16 cases and 16 recovered or one pending right now still that's on the road to recovery. Yeah. So, I, like I said, again, I just think we're very fortunate that the communities are like that and you have to either take a boat or a plane well i agree you know? it is it is helping to, yeah. to keep it at bay but also if everybody was exposed how many would get it and how many would die that's a different question altogether and not mm-hmm. whether the curve is flattened or not you know the whole reason we're in co- we not us because mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of loose on our on what we need to do mm-hmm. but like california mm-hmm. They're in like major lockdown. They're like arresting people who are gathering in groups and South Africa shutting was doing the same down. thing. Tesla yeah. had threatened to move his entire Elon Musk threatened to move his entire plant, his car plant, to Texas or Nevada because the government was being so bullnosed about the lockdown thing. I think right now people would be happy if Elon Musk did that. <laughs> uh, he he kind of put him to the rails and they told him he could operate. Um, he, he he actually threatened to sue. He did. He's like, we're going to sue the county. And they actually went, he sent his, his dogs after him, you know, his lawyer dogs, and said, we will sue you guys because we are considered essential business, you know what I mean? Like, he, anyway, he did battle with them, but... Hey, that's all money right there. Yeah. Now, me and Adam watch WWE. Before you answer, do you think they're an essential worker? They're entertainment. They're major entertainment. Do you consider them essential? I kind of do, yeah. Now, are you saying that because we grew up loving them? I'm not being a dick. I'm just trying to get no. to the bottom of... Well, you think about how many people attend every event. Mm-hmm. How many people are watching at home. Mm-hmm. They are front front row entertainment. That's I mean. true. And everybody's at home now. So, <laughs> so leading up to WrestleMania, this shit started going down, right? Yeah. And then every all sporting events. It all Once uh, Andrew Bogut tested positive for the COVID-19... They just canceled the rest of the NBA season. They put it on pause. They're still they're going to come back, probably be in July, going to the playoffs. Anyways, um, so before now, this is unarguable because Florida is a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> the whole Florida man joke well, that's, that's is legit. Where Florida man comes from. Exactly. You, you you know where I'm going with that. So they still had their beaches open. I'm sure you guys saw that interview with the kid whose face was red. His oh, nose. that was so funny. And he was just like, oh, yeah, I don't care interview. if I'm like, dude. Such well, a funny interview. Yeah, and I was just like, and he ended up having to apologize because kind of a douchey thing to say. So all these beaches were open. <laughs> Florida was the last state to shut down, if they even consider that a shutdown. So what WWE did was they went to their performance center in Tampa Bay, right? Is that where they're located? Yeah. And then they start, they filmed... A bunch of Raw and SmackDown and NXT all in a few weeks' time. And then they filmed WrestleMania, and then they were going to go dark. Huh. Okay? So once that happened, WrestleMania, they aired it, and I think they taped it like a week or two before it aired because they just filmed all these shows, and then Florida finally did shut down. Hmm. So they have a crowd in those shows. No. They don't. Nobody. Nobody. It was... I was texting Adam. It's like, it's kind of hard to watch WrestleMania without a crowd. Yeah. Because it's... it's is part it of the yeah. crowd so is bizarre. the major part, of the, part of the show. Yeah, yeah. And then so I've been in the crowd and it was freaking amazing. <clears throat> yeah. And so after WrestleMania, the reports came out that said, Hey, expect WWE to go dark at least for a month during this shutdown. Okay. 
Linda McMahon contributed $118 to the governor's campaign. Voila, they are now essential. Mm. So now, I think it's live. I don't think it's taped anymore, but that is why uh, Roman Reigns has not come on because he had two fight, two battles with leukemia. Sami Zayn just recently got stripped of the Intercontinental title because he's not defending it and going to Tampa to interact during all this. Um, they took down uh, stuff of Roman Reigns on their website and in their introductions. Next time you watch Raw, you won't see much of him. <laughs> wow, I didn't see that. Yeah, so like I said, it was just weird that they, uh, Linda McMahon made this huge donation and then boom, okay, now you're essential. <laughs> it's all money, everything, unfortunately. Well, lobbying, yeah, it's called the lobbyist yeah yeah it's pretty wild the way the world is changing because of this thing i just i hate the way it's changing because mm -hmm. it doesn't seem necessary to me that's and i mm -hmm. have presented a lot of evidence mm -hmm. here uh to support the way i believe and i didn't even touch on sweden sweden's an interesting case mm -hmm. i was just listening to a podcast earlier today that said sweden has you know what sweden you know what sweden has done right okay. sweden has not done a lockdown mm -hmm. at all the only thing I know of for certain that they said that people shouldn't do mm -hmm. is gather in groups of more than 50. That's it. So they probably don't have concerts or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, all their shops are open. Nobody's wearing a mask at all. You go to restaurants, go to the bars, whatever you want to do. Grocery stores, doesn't matter. Their economy's fine. Mm -hmm. And their death rate is better than Britain, it's better than Germany, it's better than Italy, of course. But I mean, everybody died there, it seems like. How come uh, we handled this the worst? It's then? better than so many different countries. Well, consider that New York, um, well, New York could be the 5G thing <laughs> if you want to do conspiracies. I'm not certain why the numbers in New York are so bad. It could just be because there's so many people in a small it's space. It's such a heavy concentration. Yeah, it's like 8 million people in a little tiny space smaller than our town. It's uh, it's much smaller than our town. It's smaller than downtown. Mm -hmm. You know, eight million people all piled on top of each other. Of course, it's going to go wild there. And how many elderly people are, are living in the eight million? You know what I mean? Well, I got a cousin there, and uh, he had literally had to go into self quarantine for fourteen days yeah. because his girlfriend was at work, and girl tested positive that was coming to work. Mm -hmm. So. Him and their family, they had to self-quarantine for 14 days, which coincided with WrestleMania. <laughs> so I, I made sure that he still had all the info to, like, hey, man, log on here, man. They're releasing a bunch of new programming. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't. that's definitely, I don't know if that's the entrance to where it comes into America, I guess, from overseas, uh, right? That is definitely one of the major hubs. Uh, I think probably, I think my theory... Yeah. Now that I've spoken it out loud, it makes yeah. the most sense. There's just so many people there, and mm -hmm. it attacks the elderly. How many people are elderly in a population of 8 million? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and with that, too, uh, what I'll talk about with the elderly, we're at 50. Usually, you could do one segment at an hour. Do you want to go longer and do another segment? Um, if you want, yeah. Yeah. Conversations are um, going good. We'll stop here really quick, take a quick break, and then we'll be... All right, we are back. Adam is ready to rock and or roll. Let's do it. <laughs> Did he? It's so been a long time yeah. since I rock and roll. <laughs> it has been. <laughs> uh, have it left does you. roll, right? <laughs> there you go. So uh, you actually adjusted the microphone at the beginning before we did a... 
We, you had us do what me and Adam would only do one time. Yeah, a little sound test. <laughs> yeah, we would yeah. do a sound test. It sounded good to us. Let's roll. Yeah. But you adjusted, and then you kept making the adjustments to how it sounds now. Yeah. And it sounds nice and clear, less feedback. Um, when I started looking at doing podcasting, I knew I kind of had an uphill, haddle, uh, an uphill battle ahead of me, because there's no, even to this day, even though podcasting has been a thing for a while. Yeah. There's no like book you can buy that says, "Hey, do these things, and then you'll get good sound." Yeah, it's more like read a lot of Reddit posts and dig into some forums and figure stuff out. You can buy software yes. for like four hundred dollars. That will afford that kind of <laughs> right? Exactly. That yeah. will do all the stuff for you. you. You click this button and you click this button, and it eliminates background sound and it takes all the clicks out and blah 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 blah. For me and Bruce, uh, it's been a whole hell of a lot of trial and error. My yes. most expensive piece of equipment is my mic, because if I didn't have it, I would be using that little tiny pinhole next to your webcam on the laptop, <laughs> and that would sound atrocious, absolutely we tried terrible. That. So, um, did I, you try I, that? I did a call-in on Mother's Day with my mom, uh-huh. and it comes over speaker. I can't plug in my mic. Oh, yeah. I did plug in a mic, and the mic didn't work, because mm-hmm. then... The Anchor app, it just goes automatically to speaker yeah. for Collins. Yeah. Every time. What a pain. We actually but you can use it your phone and then record on a tablet or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam and I actually attempted to record a, a little bit a few months ago and it was not great. The sound was bad when I got it into my system. It was well, bad. I didn't We tried it on my end too because I wanted to try it over Skype. Yes. So we tried it on Skype. I had my my microphone plugged in. Okay. And Sounded great on my end. Yeah. But his sounded just nothing but like he was talking in a tin can. Yeah. And there was, so I've since learned how to do um, that that uh, that fantasy novel group I was telling you about earlier. Okay. Those guys run a pretty good podcast. And oh. they, none of them live together. So they do it all over the internet. Yeah. And so I was kind of picking their brains on, nice. on what their methodology was. And I had heard about the, this method I'm about to mention before. Okay. I've never tried it myself. So what they do, and this is where you couldn't do it with your phones. You would need laptops. Okay. Um, everybody's got their own setup. And they hit record. You basically just synchronize yourselves hitting record. Two, one, two, three. Right. You just hit record. Or you just hit record whenever. And then you can isolate the start point. Like what you're talking about with editing when we're by ourselves. Right. So everybody records themselves Uh on their own computers. You won't get, because it's your mic receiving your voice, Mm -hmm. and you put earbuds in to listen to your friends so your mic doesn't pick them up. All you're getting is your side of the conversation. And then you send your clip after you save it and export it as a sound file. You send that to the editor. And he will superimpose it into the grand the grand conversation. He'll have like three streams in his software, and he can squish them all together into one one file. That's a lot. That's that is, that is, is the, a hell of a process. It's, yeah. it's challenging, but that is the right way to get good sound um, from multiple people from multiple locations. Yeah, um, that's that's what they do. It's kind I was about of, to say it's that's almost an industry standard. Yeah. Almost, yeah, for podcasters who are kind of on a budget and whatnot. That's actually good to know. Yeah, I mean, that, that, and I, I do want to try that. And you've got a good laptop, mm-hmm. and you could get Audacity. It's one hundred percent free. You just hit record, plug your mic in, hit record. Um, I have a laptop, and then I can you know I can show you how to how to export the the file to a sound file, and you can we can upload it to a OneDrive or something on the internet and. 
you know, it, it is doable for you. You just need your laptop in front of you while you talk to me and earbuds in. So your mic doesn't pick me up and you hit record. It's not that challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenging part is for the editor. I was about to say. You know what I mean? That's the challenging part. So that's where it'd probably take, let's say, you with a job and a family, take you about a week or right. two to it get it. might take a little longer. The yeah. way I do it now with my wife is that we sit really close together, which we like to do, yes. on our couch or at our kitchen table, and we put the mic right in front of us. Okay. So it just records our conversation. Oh, good. Um, and I try to like sometimes I put on a couple books to move it up, and I move it a little closer, and I mess with the gain, and on and on. Oh, and on. okay. And then the, and then the post processing is there are some tricks I've learned to get the clicks out, and there's like a few tools you can use to compress the sound so it comes in really quiet. Mm-hmm. It like records super quiet, and I do that. That's by design. Okay. I keep my gain down really low, and it barely picks my voice up. If we stop talking, mm-hmm. the um, the monitor on the screen that shows you the waveform will drop to zero and just be a flat line. And that's by design so that, yeah, that exactly that's by design. And I know it's not picking up the fridge and the fan and the lizard in her tank eating her own skin, which is really gross. It has kind of a crunchy sound to it, you know, and the child mumbling his sleep or whatever, yeah. you know, it doesn't pick up any of those when we stop talking, but when we do, it picks up our voice, even though it's quiet. Okay. And as long as it's picking up something, I know it's enough that I can I can amplify it and get the voices to come through. Gotcha. The problem with that is that when you amplify, you get these really high peaks in the sound. Okay. So then there's another tool to like flatten the peaks. And then you can go... We usually listen to the podcast again, our own voices. It's kind of weird. But I like to hear my own voice. Yeah. I'm... Uh, a bit of a narcissist that way, I guess. I just love to hear myself talk. Yeah. Um, so we listen to it again, and if there's any like peaks, really loud ticks from your fingernails on the table or anything like that, I'll go through and I'll, I'll just erase them. Just the software them allows you to just take them out, and it's not difficult. So that's kind of my process, but it's easier than having your friend send you a, a file. Also, your friend might be recording at totally different gain. So yeah. that's one of the challenges I, I haven't dealt with yet, but... Someday. We'll see. Yeah. I'll get better and better as we go. I'm looking forward to like trying it, actually, because it sounds like an interesting challenge. And what's really cool, too, is that we all three have our own podcasts. Yeah. yeah. And each one of them, as we go along, are ever-evolving. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately, all of us will probably improve just from discussing how to do podcasts together. See, on top of that, too, like, I, um, 2018, some crazy stuff happened. Looked like I might be out of work and a lawsuit. So I was like, okay, how am I going to pass time by? I love podcasting. Mm, okay, then that's all I did. I thought about it. Go a year forward. My grandma died and then ended a pretty toxic relationship. And then I was just like, okay. Then I started talking to Adam again and I said, yeah, I think we should do a podcast. And Adam was like, yeah. Only if it's about horror. Only horror. And I said, it has to be a little bit more than that. And he's like, well, no then. And I was like, oh, okay. And so a couple months went by, and every now and then... So you're not the only one who's had to deal with that. Yeah. And so there was a, a few times I was over for dinner, mm-hmm. and then I was like, see what we're doing right now? We could just record that conversation. And you're like, ah, no, nah, only if it's horror. And then Heidi was like, Jesus Christ. And so I was at home in June... And typed in podcast equipment, and I saw not this microphone, but a cheaper one. And I was like, eh, I might want to go 
let's see if I could record a podcast first, okay? So first you had the lapel mics, didn't you? The um, no, the first mic is that what those ones are that I gave you? Yeah, the clip mics. Yeah, so I got that, did a test, and then I put out a podcast that was popular, and it was just an introduction. And then I was super fucking nervous, and then I, I was like, "Fuck it," released it. Came over the next day, and I said, "Adam, you're gonna be on my podcast. <laughs> you're gonna do it." I was like, "So <laughs> I, it turned out I ended up being on his actual first episode." Yeah, and I was like, "You're gonna be on it. So tell me right now what you're gonna discuss." And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly my answer. I don't know, man. Fuck. <laughs> and so now it's just become. I try to release them every Sunday now. Yeah, I, I look forward to it. Um, had my mom on last week, and I got to hear some stories about her growing up and about my uncle, who I was named after, who passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, had um, David Nelson on, who is a very, very knowledgeable person in the Simshian. Mm-hmm. Every, everything, you know. Everything and, cultural, yeah. Everything cultural, and he gave a background on Malakatla. He opened up the podcast, Talking Simshian. <laughs> right on. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome, and I want to have him on my show, too. Yeah, that's super cool. And then I had a friend on down south, and we were talking about our uh, how different our experiences were with online dating. Mine here in Ketchikan, how you can imagine how that would go. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, One dumpster fire after another. Right? And hers down south. Where there's obviously a bigger pool, yeah, you know, yeah. and it turned out that we were having very similar experiences. Oh, even though it was a different location. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, so. and that was one of my fun, fun, fun podcasts. Well, that's the first time I drank. My second time drinking wine. That was that was a really so fun episode to ever. To. My, my second time. The first time I drank it was in O2, and it was just like a sip. Weird. And then <laughs> that time with my buddy. We drank wine, and I was just like, I was noticing I was getting drunker and drunker as the pod. Like, it's high alcohol, man. It'll right? On your butt. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, hey, I'm wine. It's like, Bruce, come here, man. <laughs> fucking ever disrespect wine again, motherfucker. And then I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you should listen to that episode. So right? that's that a lot of fun. And then, like you said, just. Just by doing this repeatedly, we're obviously going to get better. Yeah. Me and Adam are going to get better with you being on because just that little thing that you showed us yeah. is going to make it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope that helps your sound. It needed some help. Like, it, 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 from when we first did it, you're like, oh, geez. And I was like, okay, we'll do what you got to do, man. And then you're like, okay, make this adjustment and now let's get quiet. Yeah. And then you, did a, then you had us do another test and then we did another one, then we did another one. It's just stuff we didn't know. Yeah. You and know, I've read, good. I read a ton. That's why it took me like a year to actually get my podcast going. One, I didn't have a mic. But also, I read so much about, I watched all these videos and just, it's just a long, it's a long battle to learn brand new stuff, you know, because I had no idea. I, I knew nothing. Yeah, I did the absolute zero research. <laughs> well, also, you guys, I did it the hard way. I have yeah. a laptop and a and yeah, that's editing true. software. You found this. This uh, uh, anchor app, com- yeah, this yeah. company that I didn't even know about. Yeah. Adam told me about him, yeah, and he's like, app. "Yeah, we just plug our phones and then we hit record." And I'm like, "That's thing? <laughs> <laughs> you can do that? I have like a laptop and a mic and all this fancy stuff." And so then I finally made Danny listen to my show. <laughs> so I love The Walking Dead, and I listen to podcasts about it. Yeah, I used to listen to two, and then I went back to just listening to one, and then um. Normally, I would always fast forward, 
through the commercials. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I don't want to listen to that. I want to listen to talking about my show, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, one time I couldn't hit it because it was in my pocket, had my earbuds in, and I was just doing manual labor at work. Yeah. And it's like, all right, we got to take a quick break, and um, we'll be right back. And then they played a commercial. I'm like, hi, if you want to record a podcast like this, use the Anchor app. It's very easy. You could record it. And it's like, uh-huh. what? I, I got to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cows. So I... On my lunch break, I went anchor app. Holy man! <laughs> and then made an account really quick and was like, "It is really as easy as that commercial told me." It really is. <laughs> yeah. And my my second podcast is on Anchor. Oh, really? My first one's on Podbean. Okay. And I actually pay monthly uh, for the hosting. Oh, okay. Um, but I can't sustain that one's enough um <laughs> so the second one is on anchor because it's 100 free yeah like you can do as far as i know you can do as much as you want for free which is pretty wild and if you read the anchor um here we're doing an anchor yeah. commercials yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but if you read the release from the ceo he's like he's like what is youtube it provides 4K video content for absolutely zero dollars yeah. from anyone. Yeah. Why is anybody paying for podcasting hosting? Yeah. You know what I mean? No one can. And you can post to YouTube a video for nothing. So here's the podcast equivalent that is new and everyone else is outdated and needs to come up to our standard. Isn't that crazy? It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Cause, and I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm paying money to host to a thing that... And why? I shouldn't be paying it anything. <laughs> I totally agree with it. <laughs> they didn't get me on Apple, but they got me on Spotify. They got me on Breaker. They got me on Google Podcasts. Why not Apple? I'm pretty sure mine's on Apple. Really? Yeah. I, I it, the, On the links it provides, it doesn't have Apple oh, on there. You probably have to make an Apple podcast account. Apple stinks for making a podcast on. It does. It, gotcha. It's tough. You got oh, to okay. make an Apple account. Which, that's an iPhone, so you have one. No, it's Samsung. It's not, okay. Yeah. That's an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so you have to make your own Apple account, and you have to go to their Podcast Connect portal, which is janky and doesn't work very good, and mm-hmm. on and on and on. Yeah, it's challenging. Oh, okay. Um, I but, think I'm listed, my other podcast is listed in eight locations through Anchor, which is pretty rad. Yeah. It's a lot of places. Yeah, there is. So, yeah, yeah it's Spotify, it's Breaker, Google Podcasts, obviously the Anchor app itself. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, it said they were trying to get me on. Ooh, I hope he doesn't hit your ladder. Ooh, he hit it. Oh, no. I hope he didn't hit your ladder. Kaboom. Yeah. Okay, I was going to take a quick break, and we'll keep talking and wrap it up soon. So that's how I came to this, and that's how I accidentally found Anchor, because yeah. I would seriously normally fast-forward it. And you're the one who turned him on to on Anchor, right? Yeah. yeah. It was like pulling teeth to try to get him to do a podcast <laughs> leading up to this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. And, and, and now he's all about it. And, uh, and yesterday we were having dinner, and he was like, you know, I think I'm going to... He's like, I like how we just kind of... You know, just kind of talk and spitball. And I said, yeah, man, it's fun. And he said, I'm going to um, I'm going to do that more. And I said, yeah, it's nice that you do a deep dive. I was like, if you think about it, Adam, before you came on, you were you hardlined me. You said, no, um, I'll only do a podcast with you if it's only horror. Uh-huh. Strict. I was like, 
there are people out there that want that, but I want to have a diverse podcast, you yeah. know. But, you know, you're going to suffer from the problem I have with my main podcast. Yeah. It's really broad. Yeah. Nobody's going to be able to find you through a search query. That's the yeah. problem with I'm finding. Like, I have well, my that's, itty-bitty little yeah. audience, yeah. but it doesn't seem to grow because how do you find me? Yeah. You can't just search for... You search for what? You mm-hmm. know? It's too broad. It's yeah. just a man and his wife talking mm-hmm. to a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. But my other one... Yeah. I already get... Like I said, I already yeah. get hits on the other yeah. one, and it's like... Random episodes because that's what people are looking for. Looking for a podcast on Altered Carbon Season 1. It's out there and I have it. Go do it. So that's why I was also um, happy to get you on too because I'm going to send you the link. And if you have social media, it could get posted to your social media. I would post Adams on my Twitter or Facebook. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, we can do a little little marketing campaign. It'll be a little gangbang just Here's some (laughs) some Bruce podcast. No, send yours over, Danny. <laughs> Rub it in. No, we're not rubbing nothing in. <laughs> Soak it in. <laughs> um, well, it's been fun. Uh, this is be a little bit of extension, so it'll be a two-parter. Yeah, the second part is about podcasting. It's good, man. We will do this again. Um, You're just here for so another you, week or so, right? Just yeah, so you know, for like I, another eight days. I did enjoy the first part too, just because. I like to learn things. I am a fount of knowledge. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> Except it comes out in jizz. Um, I don't want to know. <laughs> Rub it in. Speak for the skin, Dan. Um, so, baldness. Yeah, exactly. I was going bald, not now. So it's been fun. You know, I got to chime in there a few times. So yeah, yeah, man. Uh, before we close, my podcast. Plug yours. Yeah, my. My main is called Hinterlands Media. If you look up Hinterlands Media, it's out there. Okay. Um, the second one is Hinterlands Story Hour. Type that in, and it'll show up on all everywhere you find your podcasts. Okay. Hinterlands Story Hour is actually on Anchor. So. Yeah, it's on Anchor, but um, I usually advertise through Spotify. Those are the links I drop is for Spotify because that's in the analytics. That's where all my listeners are. It seems nice. like like fifty percent of people who listen to both my podcasts. Spotify, so nice. It's like a really popular uh, for podcasts. Spotify is a really good one because I got a lot of people who listen to Spotify for my podcast. Yeah, yeah. it's more popular for podcasts than I expected. I Me thought too. People mostly used it for music, but yeah, that's what I thought. Podcasts, they're nailing it, so it's good. I, I sent my daughter the link to the first one, and then um, you know, first I said, "Hey, your podcast is available on this." Hey, we're trying to get you on this. And then I woke up to an email. Hey, your podcast is available on Spotify. And I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, I, yeah. like you. I, it's like, isn't that just music streaming? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I texted it to my, sent, sent the screenshot. And my daughter's like, oh, yeah, that's where I was listening to it anyways. That's what I'm always on. Yeah. <laughs> as far as, you know, that. So. I have my favorite app for listening to podcasts. And yeah. I actually submitted my feed to them so I could get it on there. They get on there? Yeah, yeah. They accept uh, a feed. If you if you submit a feed, it takes a day or so um, for review. And what was it on? Uh, Pocket Casts is the app that I use. I actually bought. It's only one of the only apps I ever bought that I use almost every day. You want to know what I bought mm. about two years ago? Pocket Casts. Oh yeah, see. <laughs> so, I didn't know I I could submit it then. Huh? Yeah, get go to like do a Google search for Pocket Casts, submit podcast or something. Okay. And they'll ask for your feed. You have to get you have to copy your feed line. And, okay. And paste it in there, but they'll accept it and they'll have it available. Okay. It's good to know. Thank you for coming on, yeah, man. And then I can listen to your podcast through my favorite program. Yeah. Perfect. Instead of Spotify. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you for coming on.
Great. Everybody have a good night. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Talk to you later. Later. <laughs>